aside from the better internet, which was much better. Much better. Oh, much isn't better. it though? <laughs> I like your note here. I actually have not watched season two of Mando yet. Oh. This will all have to wait. Yeah, everything's gonna have to wait. <laughs> it's like until I beat Cyberpunk. <laughs> podcast is our 68th episode and i am al i'm nick how am i sounding am i sounding okay sound sounded good on my end all right how you doing man i'm doing good had i had a i say decent thanksgiving <laughs> as good as to be expected <laughs> during, as as during these crazy times yeah i feel you they're uh <laughs> it was good enough uh it was hard this year um not that we did anything big, we really didn't, but it was just we had, right. you know, Thanksgiving, and then my oldest daughter's birthday was uh, the oh same yeah, it's day. all kind of overlapped, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and let me tell you, when um, when you're a parent, uh, that's that's tough. That's mm. tough. Just having like the two basic holidays at the same time. Um, right. My wife and I were probably up till. <laughs> two o'clock the in the morning the previous night just getting the house decorated and stuff more her than me i was there for moral support i suck at crafts <laughs> but i was there uh and uh but no she did a really nice job my daughter just went crazy for it i have to keep the dog in here because they're on their way home and oh my boy. daughters have a tendency to um let him out uh without a leash ah, by leaving the door not, open no bueno and he's fast, and I'm fat and slow. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that half Boston Terrier gene really translated into his run speed. That's right. They, it's all speed. That it's a bullet, furry bullet. But man, I, I realized like we released. Um, I released the audio episode of the live cast we did for Extra Life. Um, oh two, yeah, yeah. Two weeks ago, so that was like. Like a, uh, a holdover, I guess. We haven't really recorded since then, so it's been a lot of like goings on, getting ready for Thanksgiving and stuff, and all that. We actually went up to the cabin for Veterans nice. Day week. What, dude? That was amazing. <laughs> it's so good, isn't it? <laughs> it was amazing. I, uh, for for everybody listening, we. Um... <laughs> Moby, you're gonna have to stay in here till they get home, buddy. Um, come here. I'll pet you. But yeah, so uh, for anybody listening, we've talked about the cabin before. It's a place his parents own, Nick's parents own, up in the Adirondacks. Like, a surprisingly short drive from the Canadian border compared to the drive to get to the cabin, uh, which is a very <laughs> long drive when you have yes. three children in the car. Um, first thing I did was get beer when we got there. <laughs> uh, it was a long drive. <laughs> but... um. But the craziest thing, it's a beautiful place. It's absolutely beautiful. Like the, the, it's in the middle of like the woods and the mountains. It's gorgeous. Lots of land to just walk around on. The house is big. Like it's a big place, dude. I always forget how big that is. And I was like, I was sitting there going, man, like I wonder if it's just, is it me just remembering it bigger than it was? No, dude. My kids had a blast just running around. They're like, there's like a whole other floor. I'm like, yeah, you go down that one. <laughs> just stay there. <laughs> no, they were great. They had so much fun. 
uh, just running around and, and going outside and stuff. And it was just nice for us because, like, COVID hadn't really gotten bad, bad again. Like, it's it's a shit show now, but it wasn't too bad. And uh, New York, thankfully, was wonderfully taking everything so seriously and oh yeah yeah it's uh it, it, i think they've even you know, like kind of cracked down a little more because of like the kind of the resurgence that was happening yeah uh like at this point we're actually you know uh parasite because usually we'll go up every christmas you know either like the week before or something mm-hmm. like that yeah and now we're evaluating and we're probably going to be calling off because apparently they're even checking up like covid checkpoints yeah if, like... if you go now like we missed them by three days yeah. Like, by the Friday, or no, yeah, we got home on a Sunday. They started doing a Monday, so we missed them by a day. Not wow. that they would have flagged us or anything, but it was just one of those, like, that's when it hit us. Like, oh, it's getting bad again. But, like, yep, yeah. yep. they were amazing up there about it. Like, every store had somebody outside just standing there. Nope, we're at capacity. Just stand, wait in line. Uh, everybody had masks on. There wasn't one asshole, like, walking around, like, what, say something. Like, there are yeah, yeah, in this yeah. fucking ass-backwards state. And, uh, no, it was just, it was a refreshing getaway. Like, we really needed the the change of scenery. We needed the just being somewhere else. And, like, as always, it was just immaculate when we walked in. So, of course, we, like, made sure it was the <laughs> same way when we left. But it was just one of those, like... It was like a time capsule, dude. Like, I don't know how oh, yeah. to say it. Aside from the better internet, which was much better. Much, much Oh, much isn't better. it, though? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it, otherwise, man, it like it, it was like walking into a place. And people, like, you know, the, the old saying, like, oh, you can't go back home. And it's like, you know, you, you wonder if you go back to a place like that where you have, like, all these good memories, is it going to mm-hmm. be... You know, like, you remember it. And this place was exactly like it had always been. And it was just so awesome to just walk through that door and be like, oh, my God. Like, it's like stepping back in time. I went right out (laughs) to the porch. Like, (laughs) my wife got in. She had gone out to get some supplies and uh, surprised me with the beer, actually. She was the one that brought the beer (laughs) Oh, nice. Yeah, and I was like, ah, just grabbed one. It was cold as hell. And I walked right out to that porch, and I was like, God, this brings back so many memories. (laughs) But it was great, and and I think it was just what we needed. It was very refreshing. We came home, and and, uh, my Series X was waiting for me, which was dope. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, because that was, like, originally it was, like, canceled, and then it was super delayed, and then, like, what was going on with that? uh, Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, so <laughs> You're free. the cavern just made it all go. Bowie, <laughs> I promise I'll let you out as soon as I know they're home. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was how to put it. Um, so I ordered the day they released. I had five different retailers open, including the Microsoft E Company store because I worked for a subsidiary and was hoping to, to uh, jump on that. <laughs> but no, we crashed. That. Ching, ching there. We completely crashed that. Um, but oh yeah. Or it was, I say it was completely crashed. And I did manage to get through on it to Amazon on release day, and I ordered it. And said my order went through, said that wasn't a problem. I was watching because I had had buddies that had ordered through Amazon, and they got the email that said, uh, 
yeah, unfortunately, it's not going to ship for you on release day. You'll get it, you know, XX. And I didn't get that. So I was like, all right. Did you did you luck out? This is looking good. Did I luck out? Well, Sunday. No, Monday. They were supposed to release Tuesday. That's what I was they were supposed to. They were supposed to be there Tuesday on ship day. If you hadn't heard anything. So Monday night, I'm pumped. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have my Xbox tomorrow. I'm going to pack it up. And we're going to bring it up to the cabin. And it's going to be <laughs> great. And then 7 o'clock p.m. Monday night, I get an email in my inbox from Amazon. Shipping update. I'm like, oh, oh, what could <laughs> dun, it be? Dun, dun. And it's like, there has been a leg- uh, uh, an issue with your shipping order, and you will see it sometime before December 31st. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> sometime. <laughs> You're telling me this six hours before when there's no way in fucking hell. The company with the best logistics and distribution model on the internet didn't know they were coming up short until six hours before release day. Now, see, I went on Twitter and I exploded. I was so pissed off. And then I started hearing from coworkers that they were experiencing the same thing. And I'm like, from Amazon, I'm like, holy I got that I was just getting more and more mad. So I went on Twitter because at first I'm like, maybe it's just me. Maybe they fucked my order. No. Then I start seeing the things roll in as I was like, did anybody else get this? Like, what the hell is up with this? And then I started pinging the Amazon support tweet, you know, support Twitter, Amazon itself. I'm like, this is bullshit. You absolutely knew whether or not you were going to be able to ship to me and others well before today. You didn't say anything because you didn't want anyone else canceling their orders between September and now to try to get on with another retailer when they got another batch. Complete bullshit. And I just, I literally pinged them pretty much every hour. I was like, I want to talk to somebody. Like, I want to hear exactly what happened because this is bullshit. And, um... You know, we're, I kept getting the canned shit, and I'm retweeting. I'm like, yeah, this is what we get. Canned bullshit messages. And all of a sudden, the tweets start getting retweeted, and people are like, <laughs> man, that's bullshit. Like, you, that's total crap. And uh, and I was like, well, fucking, all right, it ain't going to fucking happen, whatever. And I, I, you know, I just packed up my Xbox One. I was like, whatever. I'm still going to bring that to the cabin. I'm still going to play some Valhalla. And that was what I wanted to do. I wanted to play AC Valhalla. I was looking so forward to that. And I was like, well, I can still play it on the Xbox One. I'm still going to have a good time. Whatever. So, I, uh, you know, bring that up. I start playing. I'm having a blast. It's great. And then... Thursday morning, I think it was? I get an email. Shipping update. Your Xbox Series X will be arriving on Saturday. I was like, ha squeaky wheel. Does it again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I honestly don't know. I don't know if it was uh, me just being a whiny bitch on Twitter, which I'm fine with. Uh, I've done this before in many occasions, and uh, it paid off just like it did now, and whatever. Um, but yeah, it arrived that Saturday. Um, I got home Sunday. I had already planned on taking Monday off just because <laughs> you know that drive. 
And, oh yeah, uh, it was just like yeah. I, I, that that's always been the reason why I take the day off afterwards. It's a brutal just job. to recoup. <laughs> you gotta have that day off. And it's like it's easier, and you know what I mean. It's easier when it's just like you and I going up. Because it's like oh yeah, we're stopping here to piss, and then we're gonna keep going till we get there. Oh yeah, we we go like total marathon. We're like we we get there fast. We, we got this. <laughs> It's like pee of an emergency, piss yeah. out the window. Sarasota Springs, we stop, we piss, we get coffee, and then we're going forward. That's um, right. Yeah, that doesn't happen with kids. We 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 wound up hitting like three or four rest stops. What the fuck? Oh yeah, you. Yeah, what is he doing? Man? What are you doing, brother? It's like... You're walking on the sewing machine. You're climbing the walls. Come here. Come here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just gotta keep you in here until they get home, because one of them will let you out, and you're still not smart enough to really come back home. I mean, although you did the other night, so I gotta give you that credit. But yeah, so I got my Series X. Uh, I love it. Um, nice. Yeah, uh, the games that are, are, especially the games, I should say, that are Series X enhanced. Jesus, my hair is a fucking mess. Hold on. That's, that's no better anyway. Got that COVID hair. I do. It's crazy. I'll get it cut one of these days. I'm kind of liking this wild look anyway. Uh, but no, the ones that are enhanced look absolutely gorgeous. Um, Valhalla especially is just... That is a nice, nice really looking game. Yeah, it's a fun game. I like it a lot. I, I like it a, a real lot. I don't know... I don't know if I like it more than Odyssey. Odyssey was one of my favorites. Um, Odyssey had a, a much bigger world, although the, the world of Valhalla is still very huge. So I don't want to sure. necessarily qualify that as the main the main thing. Um, combat feels a little a little different um, than Odyssey. I thought Odyssey's was a little smoother. Um, th- but everything else is good. I love the story. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, I really, like, it's, it's Assassin's Creed Vikings, man, and if you're in a Viking mood, which I am lately, and, and, <laughs> uh, I, I'm really enjoying it. It's a, I highly, highly recommend it. Nice. I gather you haven't played yet? Not yet, no, I, I, I'm kind of waiting for the little bit of the reviews and kind of, like, the bugs to get fleshed out a little more. I'm also, like, highly anticipating... Cyberpunk now at the stage, so oh, it's kind of like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that's really Valhalla's main purpose right now is to keep me from going. Is it Thursday yet? Is it Thursday yet? Exactly. I think that's where most of like my gaming recently has just been. It's just like oh, I just, I just need something to occupy my time until December tenth. Uh, December ninth. Oh, ninth. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're playing, you're playing on PC, correct? Uh, PC, yeah. So, yeah, it unlocks for us, uh, I think, 7 o'clock p.m. Wednesday. Oh, 7 o'clock. Okay, gotcha. Good to know. Good to know. Important information. Turns out I actually bought it on Xbox and PC, so I'll get to play a little bit. (laughs) Just play it everywhere. (laughs) I'm going to play a little bit on Wednesday. Thursday, I'm going to be busy uh, with work and stuff, and then Thursday night, we're taking the kids. I don't know if you ever... Heard of when you're out this way, but like the lights in the parkway thing that they do every year down the Lehigh Valley. Oh, I mean, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think I think I've done the Lehigh Valley once, but uh, you know, yeah, like yeah, whenever we've like lived, you know, uh, whenever we moved around, like some place always had like you know the drive drive yeah, through, like yeah. even before so COVID. We're gonna go now do it's that. the perfect activity because yeah, it's like exactly. you're safe inside your car. Mm. This one is like a get out and walk, but it's like oh, it's a get out and walk. Okay, but it's it's like by appointment, uh, very limited capacities. Like we booked this a while ago. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, we're gonna go do that on Thursday, and then. Um, I took off on Friday because I was like, I'm get home Thursday, I'm going to tuck the kids in, and I'm going to start my Xbox game on Cyberpunk, and I'm going to do that all day, uh, all night, all day, and I'm going to stink by Friday night, and I don't care, because um, let's face it, uh, I'm sure you've seen all the recent videos uh, well, I've, I've I've actually gone as spoiler free as I can. Usually, like, I'll say like a you know advertisement or something, but yeah, I'm trying to go in as spoiler free as possible. But yeah, like you know, I think the last full video set I watched was, I think it was the combat one back in August. I think. Yeah. Did I lose you? Uh, I don't know. I lost you. Oh, there it goes. It caught up. All right. Well, you're still like, stiff on my screen. I don't know why. It's catching up. Is Give it, it a cat- second. Oh, yeah, I accidentally alt-tabbed him. I'm a moron. I shouldn't have done that. Oh, okay. We'll give it a second. Um, I'm going to have to do yours again, probably. Yeah, at least on my side, I'm still look- I'm still broadcasting on my side. So, yeah, if it's... Oh, I'm broadcasting, for you. I- and I see myself fine. It's just for whatever wi- reason, yours froze. Uh, anyway, so <clears throat> while I fix that... Um, <laughs> So yeah, what did, what did you uh, what did you think of what you've seen so far? Uh, like again, like very anticipated. I'm 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 really psyched for it. Um, you know, it, you know, I know that I, like I always feel like this happens with like almost every game out there, and especially like the popular ones, like this this countercurrent of like got to somehow hate on it or whatever. And like we haven't even seen it yet, but like for, from everything I'm seeing, like yes, this, this is this is what I'm looking for. Um, the most recent, uh, like, uh, they had a GlitchCon thing a couple of weeks back, sure. uh, and I actually watched that, and they had a Cyberpunk 2077 with Mike Pondsmith, who's one of the creators. Uh, yeah. they did a role-playing session. He's the one with, that made the original yeah. one. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And the board, he, the board they game, did right? like a... Yeah, but it was like an RP session, like D&D, yeah. and it was a super blast to actually be able to watch that, and he actually gave a lot of good, like, primer... Uh, to uh, the like universe the lore itself. Stuff. It's I, yeah. it's a it's a tabletop game. I always wanted to play with y'all. It's yeah, like, I, I played so, it back in the day in college. I loved it. Yeah, this is like kind of my first exposure to it. So it's like oh, it was good to get kind of like that brief and lore. Now, granted, like I think they were playing like a twenty sixty six or something or something like that. Basically, like one of the previous years. But you know, yeah, it, it's all within the same universe that twenty seventy seven will be in. So it, it was it was interesting to get like the premise of like okay, like there basically there was like a big war, nuclear war, kind of like raised a lot of places, and just yep. like how did the current environment get to its current condition. Um, kind of the state of things that you know, it's like there's no more factories, like, yeah. you know, but you know, a lot of this tech has survived, so it's a lot of just like making you know, kind of like these, you know, it has like these containers full of like say cell phones, but none of them would be the newest, you know, greatest thing, it'd be like something from many years ago, but it's like mm-hmm. they were stockpiled around, and so you'd be using kind of like this quasi old tech and you know, making it new and all this yeah. other stuff. And yeah, it's like it's very, very cool to you know, you know, it already looked cool to me, you know, <laughs> to begin with. And now it's like getting getting that underpinning of lore is like, ooh, ooh, this is this is yeah. good. I like this. 
Did they touch on how, like, um, uh, Johnny Silverhand, uh, Keanu Reeves' character, is, uh, like, he's from the lore, and, like, he's famous in yeah. cyberpunk lore. Yeah, he's kind of like this, uh, this, yeah, I say figurehead, but not, not in, like, a, a actual leader sense, but uh, kind of a, um, uh, I forget how they describe it, but basically, like, like, a punk like, rock this... resistance figurehead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, figurehead. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's kind of a hero. I guess is a better way to put it. He's, again, he's he's not like a you know, he, you know leader that tells people what to do, but kind of like you know this icon. Icon is probably the better word I was looking for. Yeah, for of sure. yeah, this 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 counterculture thing and just like where it came from. Like he was originally like a rocker and just and then you know it's like eventually he came out and you know it's this counterculture icon and uh, you know, all all this other stuff. So it looks great. Yeah. It. it oh God, dude. Like. I had avoided a bunch of stuff for a very long time for the same reason you did, but I was just like, I gotta see something. Like I just gotta see. Yeah. Like, show me, <laughs> show me something so that I, I can at least anticipate what I'm looking for. And I watched a quick like it's like a five minute video on the customization and the stuff you could do with that, and um, basically like the character customizer is incredible. Uh, that looks awesome. But they also right. showed how, like, because, you know, it's a first-person game, and it, they addressed, like, a critique I had. I'm like, well, like, what's the big deal about customizing your character if you're really not going to see them very often? Oh, uh, sure, yeah. You know, they, they actually, A, you see them in all the cinematics, which is great. Uh, they, they zoom out in the third person. But also, like, uh, getting into cars, like, the car driving is all, it could be third person. I believe it could be first person as well. Was the first person inside of those things? I saw a video. I was like, "Holy shit, that's awesome!" <laughs> uh, oh, so you can do got both views then? Yeah, and uh, but like on okay. a motorcycle, they had one where it was just zoomed out third person. You can completely see your character. I was like, "All right, it's pretty dope." Like nice. they're striking the right, the right balance there, which is cool. And um, uh, yeah, I mean, everything I'm seeing, like, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to play that, dude. It looks ridiculously good. Oh yeah, it look, looks awesome. You know, I'm I'm hoping like I'm not. You know, obviously I didn't. You know, I wasn't on the bandwagon to jump on the 380s like immediately. But I'm thinking like maybe come January or something, I'm gonna you know start looking for the card. Yeah, because yeah, because I, I did see like a tech uh, thing real quick and had like RTX off, RTX on. Is like holy crap, RTX. It's like it makes the game look slick. Yeah, dude. It's. That's going to be a serious, serious, uh, serious card. It's it's something I'll eventually invest in, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, all right. So so we, we've we've gotten our cyberpunk hype. What have you What have you been playing? <laughs> <laughs> so so to occupy my my time it, it, waiting for cyberpunk to eventually come out. Uh, it's, I, I've actually done a whole bunch of like little group games, you know. So we kind of kicked off with Phasmophobia, which we played back. Uh, that was you know, so your... fucking fun. Um, it was great, wasn't it? I have to say, had we not played that, I probably would have passed out around twelve thirty. Because <laughs> um, I was getting tired, we started playing that, and, and Nick will tell you we we hit like the two thirty mark. I'm like, you guys up for another round? 
They're like, no. <laughs> Looking we... for another route. Let's get, let's get the shit scared out of us. <laughs> They're all like, no, we got to go to bed. It's like, fuck. And like, as soon as you guys punched out, I'm like, well, that's it for me then. Because there's nothing that's going to keep my adrenaline going like that one did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, the, the game still, still captures Like, I, I kind of do it like about a one, you know, once or twice a week now, you know, still running with Krieger and all that. Oh, and, but now, uh, the, on the beta version, they have the newest level, which is the prison level. What? And. Yeah, it, it it is like it is Ooh. as scary as you think it would be. Like you know, it, it looks like a kind of like a county lockup type of thing, and it's it's about the size of the school, I'd say. Um, wow! Oh my so god! I want to like play with you guys again. Oh yeah, administration building, and then has like two uh, uh, cell blocks, you know, uh, rows essentially. And yeah, it, it's it's just as bad because like you you know you're you're going through like it's a maze of like you know work of uh, you know prison bars and administration you know stuff and you know it's 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 all sorts of nasty. Oh yeah, you gotta let me know when y'all are playing again. If I can jump on, I would I would play that again in a heartbeat. I had so Word. much fun. That was so. There's that. Uh, I've been playing some Vermintide Two. Uh, yeah, I played that one with you. I liked that one. I I haven't played it for quite some time but i was real into that when that came out yeah it, it, it's a great little like you know hack and slash you know in the, in the vein of like left for dead and mm-hmm. um trying to think uh if there uh, i think there's another one but i can't think off the top of my head but yeah really great game uh they recently released a new class so uh Ooh. i guess when when i got into it uh just recently they had already released a kind of a uh, uh i don't know what you call it it's, it's i don't want to say super class but kind of a dlc class essentially okay and it was like this uh this knight that you you know he's kind of like this you know holy crusader knight uh but they released the the most recent release is a a dwarf (laughs) yeah that's right dwarf engineer and basically has this like chain gun steam chain gun and you're just like you know just mowing things down you know (laughs) you know you know uh, jesse ventura style like a la you know predator type of thing and it is it is completely badass uh just and again just just a lot of like just just great gory you know i say gory fun it's not super gory you know but it's like you know doom level i'd say yeah, you know, yeah, where you're just you're just mowing down enemies all left and right and so that that's been a uh, complete blast yeah I remember, uh, and another hmm, go ahead no i was gonna say i remember playing that with captain mike and the boys i oh, played nice. online and i did great with like a bunch of randos we played and we kept getting attacked by demons with the fart clouds, the fart tornadoes, and <laughs> mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. just got our yeah. asses handed to us. I got to play that again, though, because I really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. It's a great little, like, pickup game that you can, you know, pick up, put down, you know, very, very quickly. It's it's kind of nice. Um, yeah. Doing some Deep Rock Galactic, uh, so Dwarf and man- Mining of the Future. <laughs> I think I've got to get in the right group for that. Uh, I've tried it a couple of times. Um, tried it solo. That's not that great. Um, maybe it's better, like with people, I guess. Yeah, I, I think. I, really, I think a lot of the again. This is what, probably why I keep playing these. Like, it's it's always better with like a group of friends. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah, and you know, yeah, Krieger's here. Yeah, it's like <laughs> he called out Squad is another one. So um, Squad is a kind of a Arma slat meets. I'd almost say Battlefield Two, kind oh, of like going back to that old school style. Uh, combat and surprisingly, when when I was play uh, yesterday, it was actually pretty chill. Like you don't think like oh FPS slash you know combat or whatever is chill, but it's not like Call of Duty level of like twitch reflexes or anything like that. It's very you gotta be very methodical about how you move and you know stay with the squad and whatnot. 
And it, it's it's kind of like scratching the the FPS itch for me, actually. Cool. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to look into that. I haven't um. I haven't really played any FPSs lately. Um, I don't know. I just haven't. I haven't checked out the new Call of Duty or anything like that. I don't know. I just I'm kind of burnt out on those. Oh yeah, like like I've I've watched some of the 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 most recent one, and the story seems like okay, but it I don't know it, it feels I don't know I say derivative, uh, almost as derivative as the um uh black was it Black Ops two I think was the Vietnam one yeah it's kind of that similar like ooh conspiracy theory boogie 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 oh, it's like oh, it it, it feels like kind of the same tones like. This is great for, you know, the, the youngins that want to, you know, have their, their call of duties, but it's like, yeah. you know, I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm too old fogey, man, but it's like, <laughs> uh, I've, I've seen this before. I've seen this. This is a rerun. <laughs> That's so funny, but true. Uh, I see you're playing yeah. Final Fantasy VI. How's that going? Yes, uh, I finally got to just to the world of chaos. Like, it's kind of, uh, it, it's got interrupted with all the holidays and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I haven't been able to jump back into it. So you're at stream. the floating island at this point, then? Uh, so just, just past the floating island. So the the world is broken up, and yep. uh, like that's where I got to start like regathering the party essentially after after you know the, the chaos that happened. Basically, you know the halfway point of the game. So. Did you wait for Shadow? I did. I did. Well, well right. I'm, I'm trying to do as cl as close to 100 percent as possible. So yeah, that was one of the things. Like you know, make sure Shadow made it, and you know, you got to wait for him at the <clears throat> last second. Then he shows up, and then he can jump. Yep. Five seconds, dude. No shit. I was playing <laughs> yeah. this through, and I jumped, and they were like, "Oh, what about Shadow?" And I was like, "Oh shit!" And I reset the Nintendo. So I was actually playing it on the <laughs> SNES um, on my friend George's Super Nintendo. I was like, "I'm going through that again." And I went through it all again, and I was like, I'm going to stand here and watch this island blow the fuck up. And I'm standing <laughs> right at the edge by my ship. I'm like, I'm just going to wait. He's either going to come, and I was actually able to save him, or he's not, and he was supposed to die all along, and I'm going to watch this whole thing blow up in 16 minutes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but, yeah, it was one of those. I always ask people that, did you wait for Shadow? <laughs> did you wait for Shadow? So yeah, so yeah, I'm kind of, like and more or less, I'm kind of going through with with a walkthrough this time because like I've played it so many times and like you can't remember everything. No, you got so go a lot of it's like walkthrough if you're trying to. Yeah, it's like that. especially for like all the all the little bits and pieces. Like I want to try and uh, make my way to the Coliseum because I think that's one of the things I've never actually fully done. Like I think I've dabbled in the Coliseum. But, oh, uh, that's wicked fun. But I end up going off on the main story. So this time I'm going to try and get to the Coliseum in the in the world of chaos. And see if I can't like do those big dragons because apparently those are even like worse than the final fight. So it's like oh, one you know thousand what? I never percent. actually did that. Yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy so. has been doing that for a while, um, and they basically kept the tradition going from then on. Like mm -hmm. Final Fantasy VII, I don't know if you remember. Um, there's the Ultima weapons, and you could try to oh, fight. Oh yeah, yeah. Them. And they're they're the last one, the red one, red weapon is way harder than Sephiroth. I've never beaten it. Mm. I've wow. tried, but I've never beaten it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's cool. I'm really glad you're enjoying it, man. I've said yeah. many times that's probably my favorite Final Fantasy. Um, yeah, hands down, it's always been my favorite and and probably number one uh, of the series. Best soundtrack. I, I I still kick myself to this day that I don't have it anymore. I had the three CD mm. Kefka's Domain soundtrack. Oh man, and I I had it. 
like a year after it came out or so, my, George actually gave it to me for my birthday. Um, oh wow! And I I listened to that to, like that was my writing soundtrack whenever I was writing books when I was younger. Obviously. Oh sure, yeah, it's, much, it's perfect. Much younger. Yeah, and uh, I've been waiting. Oh god, I've been waiting for someone to do like a reprint, maybe do it on vinyl or something. But I don't even have a record player. But it's oh, like, suck. Yeah, what may, uh, somebody will. It'll happen, and I'll I'll buy it again. Oh and, yeah. Uh, go right back to that nostalgia but it's such a great soundtrack it's just awesome absolutely that, yeah that's awesome though man I'm, I'm glad you're i'm glad you're you're rewinding the clock with that one I, uh, <laughs> getting the retro in i like your note here i actually have not watched season two of mando yet oh man yeah so yeah that that's been kind of my uh so i i recently just finished up watching man in the high castle what you um, think Oh, oh man, it is it is such a you know it's a crazy and it's a good series like it's it like you know very thought provoking. They didn't I, you know they didn't shy away from like any subject with it, no. and yeah, yeah, it, it was just really compelling and really good. Like I I would highly recommend you know watching it. Um, yeah, I had a blast, and then yeah, like basically finished that, and then I think it was that Friday, uh, Mandalorian season two started coming out. So yeah, I don't know, like you know, I don't know if you had seen it yet. I don't know how much of our audience has seen it yet. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm keeping it light to no spoilers, but I'll, I'll just say like you have got to watch Mandalorian. Like if you enjoyed season one, you are going to have a blast season with season two. Like there there are so many good surprises, especially if you've watched Clone Wars. And or Rebels, uh, and I actually highly recommend if you can go back and watch those, and at the very least Rebels. Like I, Which, well, I'm working my I way through Clone Wars right now. My kids are finally like they're getting into it. Like, and, mm. and it's so funny. I wanted to watch the last Skywalker. I think that's what it was called, right? The the final one. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so I watched it, and but the girls were sitting there watching it with me, and they loved it. And I'm like, you don't even know what's going on, like. I wasn't saying it meanly, but like I was like, you know, okay, and this person, this person, they're like, we love Ray. I'm like, yeah, she's pretty awesome. And uh, but now they're they are all in on Star Wars. Like I had to get nice. them a, a Minecraft Star Wars like server. Well, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, they're yeah. totally into it. So yeah, I would like to start watching those before, maybe even before I do Mando season two, um, just because I would love for them to. I have never seen them, so I'm sure I would enjoy watching, you know, Rebels. Oh yeah, and, uh... I kind of watched it in a little bit in reverse order. So I, when season one came out of Mandalorian, I watched that, and then I ended up watching Rebels, mm -hmm. and it actually filled in a lot of uh, backstory. So the thing is, you can watch Mandalorian both season one and so far of season two without needing to have watched. Clone Wars or Rebels. What right, it, will it just do, enhances though, the experience because you'll recognize characters. Exactly. It's going to fill in a lot of gaps of like who these people are, where are these, what are these places, what are these things happening, and you know, like things that are, you know, these little off things that they'll say, and like it'll be filled in by watching these series. At the very least, watch Rebels. I'm still working my way through Clone Wars. Clone Wars is a little bit of a, uh, <laughs> a trudge through, I think, at least for the first three seasons. It's finally getting good in season four. Okay. Um, and I, I think I think that's where they kind of really got their footing and really took off. Uh, so it's getting a little better. Like season, uh, like I'll admit, it, season one through three on Clone Wars is is kind of yeah. At least as an adult, is a drag. Like kids it's will probably a bit you know, shit, you know. as they say. <laughs> yeah, like the kids will probably like it no matter what. Uh, but okay. yeah, we, you, like you watching one through three, you know, 
if it, it was like me, you're just like, okay, watch the episode, okay, it was okay, they filled in a little things here, but it's like, eh. but um, yeah, now it's starting, to, you know, now it's like getting its footing, and I, I think that's right. where they really got good, but but at the very least, uh, I'd highly recommend watching Rebels, that that was a lot of fun to watch, cool. um, and it, and it's also kind of you know, the background, because uh, I don't know, if, I know Dave Filoni was involved with uh, Clone Wars, but I don't think he was higher up on the ladder until like you know around i think when season four or five started to take place um but for rebels he was in charge of you know he, i think he was executive producer and or director of rebels uh so the fact that you know he's now you know working with uh john favreau in mandalorian it's like you, you get you know where this has come from and kind of like that legacy that he's you know leaving behind as he goes mm. so um, and, and again, a, a real treat to watch, uh, both from, you know, as a Star Wars fan, then also as just kind of like, even from like a cin- cinematic perspective, it's like, it's just so well done. Yeah. Um, and I almost say like, you know, you know uh, for me, I love behind the scenes stuff and you'll probably get a kick out of this. Um, once you've watched, you know, man, or you can even watch it now, but it's probably a little spoilery. Uh, but the, yeah, uh, they have all the behind-the-scenes stuff on one. Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. For season one, they have the behind-the-scenes. Highly recommend watching. I just like their whole process for it because I, I think that goes back to the you know kind of what made Star Wars. It, it, I say the special sauce because you know you go back to like at, at least the original trilogy. Yeah, and like you know you're talking you know I don't want to say shoestring budget, but it was like very limited budget. You know, yeah, the, you they, know the they way they were working do... in the desert and all the locations and whatnot. It's like. You know, Lucas was like you know, on the ropes, and it wasn't until like kind of maybe like Empire Jedi mm-hmm. that you know the, the studio knew what they had, and they were throwing money left and right. But it's like you go back to like the original Star Wars, and just like you know the ingenuity that they had to try and come up with being such a small team. Yeah, and I think that's kind of carried over into how they have approached Mandalorian because it's a TV show; it's not a movie. Yeah, it's so not getting a big it... movie budget. Although it's probably yeah, exactly. got a serious one for season two now, but. Oh, oh yeah, like now, now they know they have some, so yeah, they'll probably start you know throwing. But but I, it still feels like they've kept that kind of same philosophy yeah. to the, the the making of it, and I think that helps with makes it so well is that they're they're kind of forced to do these small things without making it super grandiose, and I think it works for them. So I would agree. But anyway. um, yeah, I mean it's it's what made uh, we've talked about this before, and I have to plug this now because. I just messaged my wife not too long ago today saying, uh, Josh just posted on Facebook that the new Lord of the Rings trilogy in 4K UHD looks amazing. Four, yes! I, was about, I, I, I knew you would have brought that up. It's like, he, I bet he's going to bring this up. <laughs> There's no way he can. Nick understands. <laughs> I've, I own every incarnation of these movie releases since right. they were in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my favorite. It's my favorite cinematic thing ever. I love the behind the scenes. Like I, I will watch those behind the scenes over and over again. Like it's my, they are my favorite movie, the behind the scenes. And I love the movies themselves. Um, but yeah, um, to me, it's, it's kind of like the difference between the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, um, trilogy. Sure, it's yeah. not, it's yeah. not saying that the Hobbit trilogy is necessarily bad. It's just, what they did with the original trilogy was so ingenious and so incredible. And it's what allowed it, in my opinion, to hold up. I mean, it's been 20 years. And, like, 
you yeah. can watch Lord of the Rings, you know, and, and now I hear it looks like they filmed it yesterday, so I'm like, I need that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, from what I understand, um, like, I, I know with the originals, like, they had to build miniatures and stuff. They couldn't do, like, massive computer sets. And they did massive yeah. computer sets. But it was one of those, like, they had to, like, cut where they could to make things look real. And it's like, you can watch that today. And, like, those miniatures, if you watch behind the scenes, like, the panning on the uh, Baradur and the Mortar Tower, like, that holds mm-hmm. up to this mm-hmm. day. Like, I challenge anybody. Like, you you can't you can't tell me where that looks fake like it looks like a real tower pan it looks like a real tower um but yeah so i'm super super stoked for those um and um yeah i'm gonna but thanks for the the tip there i am i do want to start uh watching more star wars because both of my older girls are really getting into it and uh, i only want to encourage geekery in this house (laughs) (laughs) amen um (laughs) Back, I guess back to me, some of the stuff that uh, I've been playing. Yeah. Uh, still playing a shit ton of Crusader Kings 3. Nice. Um, up to this point, I still say it's like tied with Hades for my game of the year. Uh, I love CK3. Uh, just getting into that like brave heart mindset where it's like, huh, the problem with England is there's not enough Vikings. <laughs> like. It's you can get so into this game from an immersive and, and emergent gameplay standpoint. I cannot recommend it enough. And if you do want to get into trying it, I'll give you a few mods to throw in there to make it even better. Oh, okay. Um oh yeah, the mod community is already huge. They they've got a Lord of the Rings one already functional and it looks amazing. Oh, of co- of of course. <laughs> I'm going to give it a little bit. <laughs> They're doing a Game of Thrones one and actually someone's also doing the Oh, nice. Uh, Someone's also doing the Stormlight Archive uh, by Brandon Sanderson, which is a great, great book series. Way of Kings and, uh, oh, I can't remember the first uh, first or second novel. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'm playing a ton of that. I, I picked up Empire of Sin. Um, the okay. New, yeah, the new game by Romero Studios, uh, the Mafia game uh, that they were kind of, like, everybody was pushing. Um now, this isn't the same studio that made the Mafia games, right? Or no, no, no. This is Romero. No, it's different. Okay. Romero okay. games. Uh, uh, John Romero of Doom fame. Oh, uh, okay, okay. His studio. Okay, gotcha. Well, yeah, he's part of it, but it, his wife, I think, is the main driver behind this one. Hmm. Um, hmm. I'm I'm thinking of how I want to say this. Um, <laughs> very carefully <laughs> well no it's hard it's hard to say is it a good game yeah I, I like it um is it going to be a game where I put in a hundred hours like I did Crusader Kings 3 probably not um, gotcha it's a good game uh it's one I'll probably put 30 or 40 into over time uh, basically, you pick one of, like, 15, uh, both, maybe it's, like, 12, both real and fictional um, mafia figures in Chicago during the time of Prohibition. So, of course, you got to start playing as Al Capone. There's, you know, oh, why would yeah. you not? <laughs> uh, but there's a lot of other ones, and there's some really cool uh, fictional ones. There's another one that's actually made up uh, based on um, John Romero's... Uh, 
uh, great grandmother, which I thought was really hmm. super cool. Interesting. Um, but it's got it's got a few layers. Um, it's got you've got basically a business management layer where you have your empire in the city. You here's your businesses. You know you got to take over breweries to make liquor and that you know make booze, but you got to build it up enough so that you can make the product that the neighborhood wants to drink. If you're in a shitty neighborhood, they'll drink, you know, swell. But as they go up, like, you have to kind of move up with the neighborhood. And it's, again, maximizing income versus expense. And, that like, that's kind of cool. Like, it's not real deep, which I'm fine with because I don't, I don't need to get into that much detail. I could just do that at work. Um, <laughs> so, like, it's it's light on that, but it's it's good enough. And that that's where I'd say, like, I guess my complaint comes from is there's, there's four systems on this that are pretty light but all together they make a good game you have that side of it the business side of it then you have like the overhead map of the neighborhood and then you have like your crew where you're mm. you're recruiting gangsters and i'll give the game mad cred for this like each one is very unique each one is very has their own like you'll see all the gangsters that are in the black book that you can hire and you have to be careful because some hate each other. And, like, you don't want to put them on your team if they hate each other. Yeah, I made that thing. mistake, yeah. and I lost very quickly because uh, they wound up <laughs> killing each other in the middle of a mission. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, like, they're like, why are you making me work with him? And then all of a sudden, one guy's like, why are you fucking talking about me? And all of a sudden, like, they just start <laughs> bam, blast- bam, bam, bam. <laughs> They just blast each other. I'm like, well, there goes that fucking takeover. Um, yeah, but it's... um. It's really neat in that, like, like XCOM, they level up. They get mm. talents. They get skills. If they die, they're gone. Like, so it's got that right, very yeah, XCOM-y yeah. feel to it. <clears throat> I was actually really shocked to learn that each one has, like, a quest or a story that you can help them out with that will mm. increase their loyalty to you. It, it'll be like, so-and-so, you know, wronged me back in the day, and I want to go after him. I want to find him. It's like, all right, well, you've been loyal. I'll help you out. And they're like, yeah, one thing, I get to kill him. Like, and it was neat. It was just uh. neat to have that, like, added layer of, like, my henchman. Like, yeah, I just helped you out. And, like, now we're real buds and you got my back or whatever. <clears throat> uh, combat is very XCOM-y. So if you played XCOM, you, you totally get it. You got your move, you got your action, or you can do two actions if you don't move and you got cover. So you got all the, all the tactic basics. There's nothing new. Um... And then you have the next layer, which is, like, the diplomacy layer and the sit-down layer, which is kind of neat, where it's, like, uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, I got into a little scuff with the north side mob as Al Capone. I was fighting the Irish north side mob. Uh, They started casing one of my joints, and then I wound up, like, all right. They attacked me. I fended them off, and I was, like, all right. Let's see what I can do and, you know, three nights of game time or four <laughs> nights of game time. I hired right. another gangster so that I had a team of like four real badasses. And I wound up taking over every single racket they had in the neighborhood except for their safe house within like three days time. And then like the uh-huh. news would catch up with them that they lost it. And he's like, hey, you lost that. We, we lost that business. I want to sit down. I was like, oh, buzz off. Wait till you hear about the rest. And then it's like, <laughs> wait, we lost that too. And finally... It came down to, like, they were like, oh, we declare war on you. I was like, okay. 
I just walked my guys right up to the safe house and stood out in the sidewalk. I was like, I'll take, I'll take advantage of shit AI. They came out to scout me out, and I was just like, I just like riddled them full of holes. And uh, nice. and he's like, we gotta have a sit down, talk peace. Like, All right, what are you gonna give me? He's like, five hundred bucks. I got nothing. He's like, all right, you just stay in your safe house until I get enough people to take it over. Um, so yeah, there's there's. It has very, very neat moments. Um, each system is decent. Altogether, makes a good game. I don't know if it's going to hold my interest much past this week, obviously, with Cyberpunk. It's just... Right, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, like, all the game companies, like, I, I, I can't name it, uh, but I've seen it. Like, several like, games Path have been of Exile was delayed. like, we're just holding off for a month to get the yeah, fuck yeah, out of Cyberpunk. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Like, yeah, basically, they're all steering clear of, of Cyberpunk. Like, it's like, when they got moved back, everyone was like, get out of December! Go! <laughs> Smart move. Um, and yeah, then... like, yeah, they realized what was going on. They're smart, yeah. And then I'll say I played um, this week, thanks to uh, Ubisoft Plus, um, Immortals Phoenix Rising or Phoenix Rising oh, Immortal. Okay. Yeah. Phoenix, whatever. That is solid. Uh, I just feel bad that it's coming this close to Cyberpunk because I know I'm going to put it down. But <laughs> yeah, right. It's by the team that did Odyssey, uh, AC Odyssey. Okay. Uh, graphics are gorgeous. Um m- like, like if Warcraft evolved with the times, World of Warcraft, and it was like that same kind of very colorful, very beautiful, uh, like imagine that just really, really evolved, like that kind of a color palette, um, very um, not complex. I mean, the game game mechanics, like there's different weapons and different uh, attacks. There's like several different attacks. There's not many. You basically get all your attacks really early in the game. But, like, the story and the characters are so great. I've played a couple hours of this, and, like, my, fa- my favorite characters so far are Zeus, Zeus and Prometheus. And the basic oh. gist is, like, if watching the beginning is uh, Typhon has escaped Tartarus, you know, the, the Titan Typhon. And he's gotten most of the gods, like, gotten most of the Greek gods either imprisoned them or is like sucking out their power and like they're powerless to stop him. Zeus <laughs> like flees Olympus to go talk to Prometheus like what do we do? Like like, <laughs> and he's like I don't know you chained me to a rock and fed me my liver what do you want me to do? <laughs> and it turns out like Prometheus is telling him the story of how you know mortals are going to save us because I know of this one named Phoenix and that's the character you play. And basically you come over on a ship and you end up on the island of the gods and your whole crew, you know, you're basically by yourself and you're mm-hmm. like, you're like a fanboy, like you're or a fangirl. <laughs> you could choose to be either one. You're, you're basically right. like a poet. You're not even a warrior. And, um, it's basically up to you to save the gods. And like the banter back and forth between Zeus and Prometheus as you're playing, because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, Prometheus is telling Zeus the story, and <laughs> it's it happens in, like, the first ten minutes, and it's the hardest I've right. laughed playing a game. But basically, there's <laughs> these things called Vaults of Tartarus, where you 
they're scattered throughout the world. You find them by doing your like scan, like you know, it's like the synchronization thing or whatever. Okay. <clears throat> and when you jump in them, you get a new weapon or a new skill. <laughs> but like you have to jump in them and you have to solve a bunch of puzzles, and then you get the weapon or item at the end. But when you go into the first one, Prometheus is like. Phoenix stared down into the fiery pit, wondering whether or not she should jump. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to jump. And I jumped in, and Zeus was like, right. and that was the end of the game. And the credits come up, like, and it's like designed, oh! <laughs> and it's like designed by Zeus, produced by <laughs> Zeus, playtester, Prometheus. <laughs> like, so it, was... so it gets quasi like uh, Stanley's parable where it kind of narrates yeah, like, your and... gameplay as you're going along. Kind of, yeah, and it doesn't take itself super seriously. It's a really, really funny game. I, I was shocked at how funny the, the writing was in this game. Um, it's solid. It's a really solid title. And, uh, again, if you don't want to spend a bunch of money, grab an Ubisoft Plus subscription and mm -hmm. get the Ultimate Collector version of that to play. Play some Watch Dogs Legion. I'm still having a blast with that. Oh, uh, yes. That down. I'm still enjoying the hell out of that. I'm about 65% through that game. Very good game. But, um... <clears throat> okay. But, yeah. Immortals Phoenix Rising is really solid. I was playing that, too. Um, and, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it. A lot of Crusader Kings 3. A lot of Assassin's <laughs> Creed Valhalla. Valhalla is a lot of fun. I'm about... Probably getting close to the halfway point on that one, too. Uh, but, yeah. That's the one I think I'm going to focus on. Uh, I really want to beat that before Cyberpunk hits, because that is all I'm going to be playing. Um, right. It just looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I, I can't wait. Can't wait to jump in. Yeah. Um, other than that, we're going to some release highlights. We talked Empire of Sin. We talked Cyberpunk. Mars Horizon, I told you about this uh, earlier in the week. Yeah. Yeah, we um, were talking a little bit about this. Yeah, I think you'd really like this one. Um, it's a space program management kind of tycoon, but I hate using that label because then everybody thinks it's like immediately silly. And it's, no, it's... no, like yeah, it doesn't come across as like cartoony in any fashion. It, I, I guess like I, I think I because I had mentioned it, but I, I I take it more from the fact of like you're you're controlling aspects of of the space agency itself like you know yeah you you're basically choosing fashion. you basically choose one of x space agencies you can be nasa you can be the soviet program you can be japan mm -hmm. you can be like a european coalition and uh oh we have tyler mug what's up tyler mug i'm sorry i i, I haven't been checking chat but hey, what's going on? Thanks for coming to hang out. Um, but yeah, you can basically you, each one has like different bonuses, different benefits, and you basically start at the beginning of the space program in 1950. Um, oh wow! Okay. To, to where you build your first test rocket, uh, you launch your first test rocket. You might succeed. You might fail. If you fail, you get some experience and you try it again. Um. And then you have like a research component where you're researching different things. You have a base building or, you know, a building component where you're actually building out the buildings for like research labs and, and all that stuff. And uh, then like you take on a mission, like your first mission will be like your first 
big one is to launch an artificial satellite. So it's like, all right, can we beat the Soviets to Sputnik? You know, who'd launch Sputnik first? And it's like, sure. you do the research, you build, you know, the stages, like you build the first stage and the second stage rockets and the bo- the first stage and the boosters and all that stuff. And then you build the prototype mm-hmm. of the satellite. And then when you launch it, there's like a mini game once it's up in space to where you're running like tests. You do like diagnostics, you do, you know, space to ground comms and like based on a dice roll and some percentages you might get it you might not you spend a little extra power like it's 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 like that it's 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 right. not overly yeah. complicated or anything but it's really fun and hmm. um i i just love like when you're scheduling a launch whether it's for the satellite or like the lunar program or just a rocket test or something like, right. you have to schedule it in the launch windows, and they give you, like, the optimal, suboptimal, like, not even a fucking question. You're not launching during this time. Ah, it's just horrible okay. conditions. You can launch it. Like, I launched during, like, a pretty, it looked like a hurricane in the game, and I managed to get <laughs> in the air and got out. Whoa. But it was cool. Like, you just saw it sitting on the pad, and it's like, conditions are shit. You lose 15%, you know, success rate. Ah. You want to reschedule this? I'm like, Nope, we're going ahead. And it's like five, <laughs> four, and you see it blasting off, and it's doing like all the nice. calculations. Like, do you blow up right after you get off the pad? Do you blow up up in the air? Or you might actually get up. Or you might get up and you might have like blew a transistor or something, and you lose. Like, yeah, something some goes the, along the way. Something like some of the science bonus you would have gotten or whatever. Um, but it's solid. It, for, for you specifically, like. I don't know many people who are space geeks like me and Nick. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but you highly recommend Mars Horizon because it's basically yeah. like you start the space program and go all the way up to the 20-somethings to land on Mars. Gotcha, okay. It's it's really cool. I will probably be playing that a bunch off and on. Like, it's great between uh, like my lunch break or something. It's a great... 10 15 minute distraction, you know, between quick a little pickup thing. It's a great pickup game. You'll love it. Nice. Um, and then a new one I picked up yesterday and was just messing around with but I'm I'm finding surprisingly interesting and addictive. It's called Per Aspera. I don't know if you've heard of this. Um, it sounds familiar. It um it's a Mars terraforming game. Like kind of factorial. Yes, yes, I, d- I did see that. I did see that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, like I guess it hit its full release or whatever, but it's really chill. Like the story is really cool. In that, like you're an AI that they've. Basically... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, um, I played an hour or two of this last night, and I'm like, okay, I gotta see where this goes. Like I'm not really good at these builder games, but it it's kind of I wouldn't say it's stupid proof. But like I, I get it. Like I see, if I put this here, it's not going to work as well. And oh, right. this is going to be an industry, so these three things need to be close to each other. Um, it's cool. It's really cool. And like, I'm in the very early stages right now, where it's like the lander has landed. It had a bunch of parts and components to where I could mm-hmm. at least start building up the industries with AI robots and drones. And, hmm. like, your first thing is that you're setting up the base to be, like, AI self-sufficient with factories and ah. mines and stuff like that to prepare for the first colony or for the first 
manned mission. Then the man I haven't gotten this far okay. yet, but then apparently the manned mission gets there. And then it's about oh, okay. getting that base set up and making sure it's a bit you know, habitable. And then it's like, okay, now how do we turn this into fucking Earth 2? And uh-huh. like I've seen, I've seen screenshots of like late game because you can zoom out and see the entire planet of Mars. And it's actually like mapped out like they've mapped it out in you know, databases and stuff, and it's like, oh, here's Terra something or other, like, you know, like, right. it's labeled on a map of Mars somewhere, I'm sure. Um, but, like, you see in the late-game screenshots, all of a sudden there's, like, this whole part that has, like, a forest and, like, lakes. It's like, ooh, that's kind of interesting. Ooh. Like, that's really neat. <laughs> so, I'm definitely going to, um, I'm going to keep playing that. It's it's very interesting. It's called Per Aspera. I don't know if it's on anything else but PC right now. Uh, you can get it on Steam. Really dig it, and uh, having fun with that. Um, yeah, then, I think I think I have it on my wish list for that. Yeah, because it like caught my attention. You know, obviously, also with the Expanse season five coming out at at the end of the month. It's like yes, or uh, yeah, I yeah, end really, of the month. Yeah, we're in I December. really, really need to get uh, into the Expanse. I'm not into it. I gotta sit down and actually watch it. Oh, it's um, another good series. Uh, I'm just making a note here. Okay, done. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the next point, feel free to, uh, uh, go ahead and take that. I'm just going to make a quick change. Yeah. So, uh, I, I know we, we lot it here, but uh, it's still heavily proving it's worth, uh, oh, the, uh, Xbox game pass, uh, Microsoft oh. game pass, whatever you want to call it, like ton of games coming out. Um, they released a whole slew of stuff just in the past like couple weeks. There's more on the way. Apparently, they're they're teasing oh, some really. There's something big, big coming this week. Yeah, like they they haven't you know, they've been teasing it, but they don't we don't know what it is. But like something big is coming to the Xbox Game Pass, and I think it's supposed to be this week. They're either revealing it or something like that. Yeah, there's um, something big coming this week. So so we what... may have something to talk about next time. But yeah, uh, so you know, keep your keep your ear to the ground on that. Uh, obviously, like in the in most recently, they added Dragon Quest XI uh, to yeah. the the subscription list. So that's like, yes, that's caught my attention. Doom Eternal, uh, I'll probably get around to you know just checking that. I never picked it up. You know, like, I've been too much into like you know the crazy the Doom games since like Doom Three, I think. But it's like, oh, you know what? It's, it's part okay. of the subscription. Yeah, it's like I'll, I'll install it, play it. Yeah, exactly. It's perfect for Game Pass. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII Remaster is in there. Uh, so kind of like part of my Final Fantasy VI playthrough as I'm going through, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll just kind of like do Final Fantasy VI here, and then maybe I'll, I'll get around to picking up uh, seven, uh, the you know, the new version, you know, the the, uh, the remaster for I that. I think that's on PS4, though, right? No, it's on PC now. Is it on PC now? Yeah, yeah. It should be, should be released on PC. I think it's, it's uh, available through Steam, I think. I have to double check. Um, and then, you know, the Final Fantasy VIII remasters out there, and then I'll probably get around to getting, you know, maybe just do like nine and then see where I go from there. Cause nine, nine was like the last Final Fantasy that I played. Like after that, it, like it, nothing really drew my attention anymore. Uh, with like 10, <laughs> 11 was the MMO, uh, 12, I think 12, there was 12 X or 12 X2. No, uh, you're thinking of 10, 10, two. To, yeah, um, like all, all that, like it's like you know, it, it just like it was beyond me at that point. It's like okay, Final Fantasy took a weird turn. Twelve <laughs> was good. I'd highly recommend twelve. Was good? 12. Okay. Yeah, twelve was great. Nine, I loved. Nine was one of my favorites. Oh yeah, not, nine was like the last one that I really truly enjoyed. Kind of went back to that classic, you know, um, 
don't very know, classic what you call Final it. Fantasy from the Nintendo yeah, feel. Yeah, like yeah, classic yeah. Final Fantasy. Like you the had, little black had, pages uh, and stuff. Like yeah, yeah. VV was the the, the mage and kind of had that look to it. Um, so yeah, yeah. Just like it, just, it had that classic feel, and then then they kind of went you know more new age and uh, you know felt like the old man on the, on the you know the porch waving his cane. <laughs> like get yeah. out of here, you crazy kids. No, I, I I follow you. Like it was it was kind of jarring going into that like different, but I will say fifteen was really really good. Uh, 15 was good. Okay. 15 is great. Um but I w- I I did not like 13. Uh, Final Fantasy 8 has an odd place for me. I've never beaten it. I never came close to beating it because um they decided in my opinion one of the stupidest gameplay decisions I have ever seen uh which was and a lot of games that do this piss me off when they're role playing games, but the monsters level up with you. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, I remember that was the thing. Like you couldn't over level and I the monsters. Like they're always like tuned to wherever you are. Motherfucker! Yeah. In the beginning of the game, uh, because of this one boss fight, and it just got harder to impossible. And I was like, yeah. And then I read that. I read that online because like the internet was was around at that point. I'm like, they level with you. I was like. Fuck this game! Like, <laughs> Can't get over it. What? Like, yeah, because no. like, yeah. That's, well, I mean, that's what I did with my my Final Fantasy VI playthrough. Is that uh, I let it run. There's a river section <clears throat> where you can just send it into a loop. Oh yeah, 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 it... yeah. When you're going down the river it, with a uh, Bannon and uh, the yeah, Resistance. Yep. It, exactly. And so, like, I, you know, I do that like on all my plays. Like, I didn't do it, like I think my first playthrough. You know, back in the day on the actual SNES. Um, but uh, like ever since then, like you know, it's like okay, I know that section. Like I can just auto level my things, so it allows me to actually like enjoy the story and just simply play through without having to worry about like you know yeah. spending time to actually level. I just let let it sit there two days, and you know I'm, I'm at a decent level that nothing can really kick my kick my butt. Yeah. You know, there's arguments like okay, no challenge. Like why would you play? Well, like Final Fantasy VI has a strong enough story that it can you know it, well, you know it, it entertains me without needing to you know fight every monster along the way. Well, and my counter-argument to, to that has always been the challenge of a really good Final Fantasy game is getting to the point where you can enjoy the later game without too much challenge. Like, that in itself right. is a challenge to get those levels. Yeah. And, like, Absolutely. build up your characters and stuff. And to me, like, that's where that's where the grind used to be fun. Like, MMOs kind of missed that point where it was just like, oh, we're just going to keep making your grind, and here's a carrot, here's a carrot, oh, 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 it's got to be quicker than that. Like, you know, it's like where, I I don't know, like games that, for me, that just, it always worked. And it, as long as I could put in that time, and it would show like, hey, you know, it was like, that was your montage. Take it to the limit. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Could, yeah, so... Yeah, Final Fantasy VI is great in that regard, but um, but yeah, I mean, but yeah, the, I mean, sorry. like, I mean, it's an interesting design thing that that I think was coming out during that time when RPGs switch. Like, they, they, it always felt like every RPG up to that point was always like, yeah, you could over level. Like, if you spent yep. the time and ground, you know, just, just spent your time grinding, you know, no matter what. Obviously, six gives you a very easy option to do. You know, other RPGs. Maybe there's other secret levels that you know do things like that. But there's always a case of like, yeah, you could get over like almost any monster if you leveled long enough. Yeah, if you but that put was in this, the time. Yeah, but I feel like that was like when was that? That was the. It's a great 2000s. life lesson back in the day. 
Yeah, it was the two thousands, I think, when when eight came out. But it's around oh. that time where, like, yeah, it, uh, specifically with RPGs, but I think you know other games started to do the same thing. Where it's like, yeah, you could get to a point where it's like, no, we're not going to let you do that because what we, I, I guess, their intent was like, yeah, the final boss should really feel epic. Like it shouldn't be you know a cakewalk because you spent you know ten million hours like leveling yourself or whatever. It's like no, you're 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 now brought down to the level that we want it to be. You know, yeah, to to make it that. make it scary or, or whatever. It's like, mm. <laughs> but I would argue it's also where Final Fantasy VI did it right. Like, sure, that final boss fight. I don't care how fucking leveled you are. That's a hard boss fight. It's yeah, twenty oh, yeah, minutes it's, it's, long. It's, it's yeah, it's still still a hard fight. Obviously, it's made easier if you're like level ninety nine. But like, yeah, because I think I think part of it is like he's chucking around. Uh, I think it's doom and death, which are like instantaneous. yeah. And and then a whole bunch of other stuff that just like you know it does like fifty percent of your health, which is significant. Like at that point, it's like okay, no you know amount of potions are going to get you back up there, and maybe like a cure three, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll kind of restore that. But you're you're in serious trouble if like you, know, you start taking the wrong kind of hits. It's a hard it's a hard boss fight. Like that's to me is like how you can make up for that. But, sure. <clears throat> but yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Um, Gears Tactics is actually pretty good. Um, not- yeah, like uh, I remember, like I think you you picked that up when it first came out uh, earlier this year. Yeah, think, it right? was out on PC first on PC Game yeah. Pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like and so that's uh, that's made it to the Game Pass now. Um, and yeah, then uh, uh, again we, we talked about like they're teasing something big. Uh, there's already some slated for uh, that they've already put dates on that I don't think are part of like the big series of releases, but they're still releasing next week. So one of them was uh, the Call of the Sea. Why does that uh, sound we saw so the, familiar. We saw <laughs> that at the kind of I say the summer events, but like the, the digital E3 and all that kind of stuff we saw during the summer. Oh. Oh, yes. uh, and, and it drew my attention. I think we talked about it. Like it's one of those like, oh, this made my list. So now it's coming out, and it's like kind of like this uh, adventure. I think it's a puzzle game. Uh, yep, like, an adventure video game. It's really, yeah. it's real hard to describe it. Like, but I, it's intriguing me. So it's like, hmm, I like the art style. It, it, you know, it's some kind of an adventure mystery game. So it's like, yeah, it feels like a up. Sierra game. There's, um, yeah, the game yeah. does not feature a combat system, and players progress in the game by solving various puzzles. Uh, the game is set in the 1930s, and players assume the control of Nora, who must explore an island set in the southern Pacific to find her husband who has gone missing after embarking on an expedition. Expedition. Yeah. Sold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it kind of has this, like, great. almost like, you know, 1930s Indiana Jones-esque like feel Lorabeau, to it. Like if you remember the old Sierra game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff like that. Exactly sure. that. So, yeah, so it, it's, it's made my radar. You know, I'll probably check it out when it comes out. Uh, the other one was Greedfall. I think I think you had played this game. Played this uh, I think on we had PC? talked about it. Yeah. Um, I might give this one another try at some point. Um, and I can't remember like like because you were you're it felt like I, I want to say you were kind of met on it when it first came out, but yeah. I can't remember why. I was met on it. It was kind of buggy. Um, it was interesting but the story hadn't really snagged me but i had read some stuff mm. after playing it and um people were saying nah, give it a shot like <clears throat> play it uh you know play it through so I'll, I'll give it another shot for sure i'm not gonna poo poo and if it's on game pass why not <laughs> no like like i don't remember you, you, you slamming it. it was just it was just more like yeah it was okay yeah. It was all right, well, but uh, wasn't... but but it's made my radar. But again, this will all have to wait. Yeah, everything's gonna have to wait. <laughs> it's like until I beat Cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna take up my life for the next few months. 
I know, um, right? All right, let us get on to news, because holy crap. Holy crap. Um, what a week in news it has been. Uh, the big ones I saw on this uh, this week on Twitter, I, I follow Mark Darrow. I've been following him for a long time. Uh, I hadn't really been following news much just with everything going on uh, in the past week with like family stuff, and I saw he announced he was leaving Bioware. I was like, what the fuck? And, um, and then I saw the news broke, like, he and Casey Hudson left. And mm. I was like, oh, well, that's bad. <laughs> um, and, and to clarify, this is, uh, for those who don't know, the, uh, they're, uh, what, executive producers, I think, at Casey BioWare? is the general, was the general manager of BioWare. Yeah. Um, and then Mark Dara was an executive producer, I believe, on Dragon Age 4. Yeah. Gotcha, okay. Um. Casey Hudson produced, uh, he, or Casey Hudson was a, a big driver behind Baldur's Gate 2, Shadows of Alm, which is one of the best games ever made. Uh, the first three Mass Effects. Um, he's got a he's got a hefty resume. Um, he, sure. He left uh, Bioware. I want to say it was like mid 2010s, and then came back. And yeah, they now, they brought him back yeah. for was it Anthem? I think they brought him back. Well, I think they brought him back that? for Dragon Age Four. Like that's how long this game's okay. been in development. Ah, uh, okay. And he left again, um, along with Mark Dara, who has been the big. Like you can think of Casey Hudson as like Baldur's Gate and Mass Effect, and Mark Dara is the big Dragon Age, you know, creator and seeing. Uh, that the two of them have left in the same week. Um, that that that's that's big. And considering, like, like I mean, look, you know, kind of again, looking with hindsight a little bit here. Uh, yeah. I, I think it was the EA, you know, summer, you know, the digital summer event, whatever. They they had like a, like they were announcing Dragon Age Four, but there was no gameplay. It was all like these are these are the people working on it. Here's, here's the concept some, here's some concept. Yeah, yeah, concept yeah. You it's and I like, were talking about they, that. We're like, yeah, they're just it, like here's yeah, who's working like, on it. That, that, that's really weird. We've never seen like it, it's not uncommon, but it's not exactly a common thing to do when you're trying to debut something that big. Like usually, like it'll be like the new IP will be like, oh, here's some concept art of things we're working on. It's like, oh, okay, get get your psych for the new game. Yeah, but, but at it's this like, point, we, this is Dragon Age for Four. Yeah, it's like we you know we kind of get more or less the feel of Dragon Age. So it's like, why are we getting all this? And yeah. now this is happening. It's like. Oh, pump the brakes! Like, I'm a I'm as optimistic as you can get in most situations. I will be very surprised if Dragon Age Four mm, sees the light of day. <laughs> I just I don't or, see it. Or or if it does, it's 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 gonna be uh, you know you know An anthem a, level a Andromeda fest essentially. <laughs> it's gonna be Andromeda all over again. Or anthem either way. Or anthem, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just I don't uh, have a lot of hope. It sounds like it's had a couple of resets already, which, which um, never bodes well. Not usually. I mean, there are times where that kind of works out, but it, it can work <laughs> out. But no, it's not usual. And so they've already had a couple of resets, and now you have basically the two main people that I think were working on. I think Casey was working on, like you said, the new Mass Effect game. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that brings that into question too. Is like. Okay, one Andromeda failed, you know, wholeheartedly, and then Anthem petered out pretty badly. Now, granted, that's not a Mass Effect thing, but it's like, 
okay, what hope do we have of the new Mass Effect game now out there? It's like, what is like? I mean, just Bioware in general. I mean, we, we you know we've been kind of saying like EA since EA took over, it's the usual. Just like they're just driving the the. I feel like they're driving it into the ground and just like the the good creativity is just doesn't exist anymore. I agree. I mean, like people like to shit on Microsoft, but like, and I'm not just saying this uh, on the personal connection, but like, like Microsoft bought, you know, um, Brian Fargo's studio. I can't think of the name of it now. Uh, In Exile, uh, mm. they did Bard's Tale Four and the Fantastic Wasteland Three, and like Wasteland oh, yeah. Three is fucking awesome. Like. Oh, it's fantastic! Like I had a blast playing that game. Like they, they <laughs> like I don't know if they turned it around or just they were allowed it to do its own thing without you know interfering. Yeah, no clue, but I I can just say like it's not always a bad thing when a big company will, would buy somebody like that. But let's face it, EA's track record is shit, and yeah. Um, yeah. I, I seriously think it boils down to like you know what like. How many cooks are you putting in the kitchen? Essentially, yep. I mean, we we kind of see this, I think, with uh, with uh, you know, even movie franchises type of thing, where it's like, you know, you know, when when there's too many in the kitchen, it, it ends up making just you know, how many crap sales are you putting in the kitchen? <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. What, so it's like right you know, now. if you if you, it's like if you understand them, yeah, and they you know that you know the director and or you know producers can, you know, they they have the vision. They understand it. Like, let them be. Like, let them run with that vision. Don't try and insert your other stuff because, like, I think as soon as that starts happening, it starts going down this toilet. Yeah, I I have no hope for it. I'll be honest with you. I think it's dead in the water. Um, but we'll see. We could be wrong and pleasantly surprised. If that yeah. happens, I'll shave my head. So there it is. <laughs> um, and let's see. Activision Blizzard is suing Netflix. Over poaching executive Spencer Newman, chief finance officer. This is interesting. Um, <laughs> the article that Kotaka wrote is just so funny. According to Activision's lawyers, Newman started working at the Call of Duty factory in May 2017. <laughs> Activision is asking for a permanent injunction, basically a court order that says you can't do that anymore against Netflix. Um, basically, well, I wonder. Like, I mean, I understand the concept of poaching, but it's like Netflix doesn't have anything to do with gaming. Like, yeah, it's a like, really weird lawsuit. I mean, yeah. I guess, I guess from their standpoint, he's not a game designer; he's a CFO. Oh, so, so just you know, moving into another CFO position, I guess. I don't want to take my guy with numbers. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah. It's, it's always weird how they, they handle that. According to his lawyer, the Activision lawyers, he was started working on the Call of Duty factory in May 2017. Contract set to lapse in April of this year. Game publisher retained the right to extend that by one further year to, oh, Netflix wooed him in late 2017, or 2018. Job lasting merely a year and a half might be a corporate faux pas. But it's the, uh, it's a contract violation. Okay. Well, oh, okay. No, that that, <laughs> that could go either way. Do we need to prepare for Netflix microtransactions? <laughs> yeah, right. Jesus Christ! It worked for us at Activision. <laughs> Call me Whiskers. 
<laughs> call this buy this movie DLC. Uh, it's called a sequel. No, it's DLC. You want to see the next five minutes? You got to get the extra five minutes. <laughs> I'm waiting right. for it. I'm waiting for it. It's gonna happen. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, I wanted to give a quick shout out to everybody that came and hung out uh, during Extra Life, and to all y'all that donated. Thank you, Nick. Uh, thank you to yeah. many others. Uh, I did reach my $500 goal the next Rock day. on. It was great. I'm really appreciative. I wound up getting uh, actually to 750 by the time nice. the day was said and done. Yeah, I was so happy, dude. That was awesome. <clears throat> Super awesome. Thank you all. I love you. Appreciate the donations. And uh, really, uh, Nick, big thank you to you, Krieger, and the rest of the crew uh, for playing Phasmophobia with me till 2.30. I wound up showing a clip of that to um one of my teams at work that i, I work closely with and we're all we're all <laughs> we kind of have like a random question at the end of our weekly that's like nothing to do with work and i'm like yo you right. all want to see you all want to see uh uh a recently new acquaintance's wife scare the shit out of him while playing a ghost <laughs> <game?"> <laughs> and the best was my uh one of my teammates was like i just played this game last night and I don't want to play it no more. It really scared me. <laughs> it's great. Like that's the thing. It's like, like you know, every time I play, like you think it's like, oh, it's like I'm just gonna get used to it. And, you know, the, the scares aren't gonna get me worse. Nope. You know, nope. like, like I, it, it, the the fear has shifted. Like it's like it's like the first like 30 seconds after going in the door, it's like it's not bad. It's like okay, gotta place all these things. Do But yeah, every time it does like the hisser at me or whatever, or it gets me flickering. every single time. It's like nope, I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, that's great shit. Uh, let's see. Oh, this one's yours. This next one, very interesting. Yeah, so so kind of a blend of you know our movies and games, uh, and I think this has been out there for quite a while. There's been rumors of a Metal Gear Solid movie being made um, by Sony, I think it is. Uh, but now supposedly Oscar Isaac is being slated to potentially play Snake. That is fucking uh, genius. And for those who don't know, Oscar Isaac, he played Poe Dameron in the Star Wars series. He's playing, I think he's playing, what is it, Atreides in the New Dune yeah. movie, I think. Um, I think so. Uh, he's been in several other films. And I, I think he'd be a, a pretty decent, like it may be a, like a young snake for sure. Like definitely not like an old snake. Uh, but I, I think, think it could he, work. I think he could play uh, play both with simple makeup. He's just very fucking versatile. Well, yeah, true, true. Very versatile actor. Um, actually, you just brought up a really good news thing I missed. Uh, mm. or I forgot to put on here. Just give me one second. I'm trying to... Uh, Warner oh. Brothers, that's it. I'm not even going to put the point in. Uh, there was a huge news bomb this week that Warner Brothers is, for every movie that is slated in 2021, of which Dune is one of them. <gasps> oh, Yeah are releasing simultaneously on HBO Max at the same day of their theater release. At, at no extra charge. No extra charge. I have Which, which is a big thing. Because I, I, I will say, like, you know, you know, obviously, you know, The Mandalorian's on Disney and, you know, all that stuff. But, like, when I saw that they were releasing Mulan, you know, it's like, okay, you know, figured, like, okay, they're releasing a stream. I was like, oh, great, I'm going to be yeah, able to watch that it. Movie. No. You had to pay like extra thirty dollars on top of your subscription altogether just to be able to watch it. I'm like, hell, no, 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 thank nah. you. Uh, I'll, no, I'll stick that. to the subscription, yes, but I'm not going to pay extra 
to just watch a movie on on you know at thirty bucks. Like that's the thing. Like that's not a that's movie more ticket. Than that's a movie that's ticket. like go fuck yourself. Two, maybe three if you got the matinee type of thing. It's like mm 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 no. So it was very pleasing news to see that. If you have HBO Max and you know uh, and several people I've talked to, it's like it's part of like either a cable subscription or, or whatever you know bundled in. Um, it's like it's going to be as part of the subscription, no extra cost on top. It's like so that. Dope. That is the way so to go. And, and yeah, because it's like if you don't have it, that is a perfect justification to get it. They got a decent slate coming yeah. up for twenty twenty one. Oh, I would get it oh, alone. Yeah. Like I would get it just for Dune. But on top of that, like HBO Max is. A thousand times better than HBO Go used to be, or HBO Now, or whatever they had prior. They got the rights to so much shit, so many movies. Aside from HBO series and HBO movies and productions, they got like they got all of Sesame Street, like every single episode that was ever produced. I get it. If you don't have kids, that's not a big deal. But if I want my kids to see how the hell Snuffleupagus came about. I yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's great content programming for for kids. Like, you know, I, don't, I don't know, it's just like you know, again, this could be like the old man in me today. It's like whenever I see like kids shows today, it's like, what is this? Like, 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 am I not just not remembering things anymore? But then, like, I turn on like an old Sesame Street. Like, no, there was something in the old ones that is nowhere, like nowhere to be seen in, in no. any new cartoon or whatever. You know, kids programming today. Like, no, no, absolutely, and like my youngest. And and all my kids when they were little loved Sesame Street, so it was cool to like feed that for a while. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, but yeah no there and there's a ton of other stuff like I'm forgetting there's so much great stuff on HBO Max like, I think they have all of TCM like all the Turner Classic movies like so so is Max what Go used to be or is it yes. a separate thing from Go? No, if you had HBO Go or HBO Now, it just upgraded mm-hmm. to that. Ah uh, okay. Um, highly, highly, highly recommend it. There's so much content on there. Like, I haven't even had near enough time to see it all. Like, there's a ton gotcha. of stuff. Like, I'd say easily five times the content of what used to be on HBO Go or HBO Now. It's nuts. And there, there was still a lot of stuff, like, from what I recall. Like, yeah. I, basically, oh, yeah. when, I, when I switched, you know, dropped my cable, uh, I lost the bundle with that, so, you know, I don't watch that, you know, HBO anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that you know, basically with 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 what's happening with Warner Brothers, and then again, like you said, like just the huge back library, it, yes. it makes makes it compelling, you know, for for picking it back up again, at least for next year. Yeah, it's totally worth the fifteen bucks a month. It's great. Yeah. But, all right, so let's move on to the game of the month. I'm not even going to waste a breath. The game of the month is going to be Cyberpunk 2077, <laughs> and we expect you all to play it. We expect to hear everybody's. Uh, uh, somebody just jumped. If you can't play it, play some Witcher. <laughs> I don't know who this was. Somebody just jumped on to say, "I just shit myself. I thought it was a fart. Sorry, I need to leave for a bit to wipe my stanky ass." <laughs> Sounds like a troll. <laughs> That's fine by me. Welcome aboard. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we're all gonna play uh, Cyberpunk, and uh, I can't wait to hear what everybody thinks of it. We will now move on to the question of the bye week. Um, and this I think that be... was last week. Do we have yeah, a new that one? Is. We yeah, actually... well, it was kind of like uh, last minute. Not last minute. 
Um, but I basically said, favorite video game, soundtrack, and go. And I got a lot of good feedback on that. So we'll read that from the safe point. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I did respond to that. I didn't realize that was the question. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either, but I took it. Um, and we got uh, a bunch of good uh, feedback from that. And then we do have some voicemails, just random voicemails, uh, that I did not get to play. Uh, we're actually going to start with one that's actually a couple months old, um, just because we had had some problems when we tried to play this the first time. And I never got around to it. And uh, I love this guy to death, and I just wanted to get his response to a previous question of the bye week we had, which was, you know, when you play a game, do you play as a good guy? Do you play as a bad guy? Mm, you know, yeah. Why, etc. And this is from our pal Los, uh, former host, former host of the Future Monkeys podcast, and just one of the coolest, greatest individuals I've met. And he's a good dude. And he always has good stuff. So here's Los's voicemail on that question. My, my kid, my oldest, on the other hand, he loves being the bad guy. He's always loved the bad guy. I feel like like I need to be careful because like <laughs> I could totally see like you know Kylo Ren Han Solo situation when we get older and and I'm not looking forward to it, but you know that's that's something I gotta work on with him <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was a good question, and I figured I'd answer it, give you guys a call and uh yeah, just. Hope everything is good. Hope everything is gravy. And oh, gravy. Gravy's coming. Almost Thanksgiving. Okay. All right. All right. Peace out. <laughs> Peace out, Los. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I so, just realized uh, here, I'm going to have to do some input jockeying um, for whatever reason. I think I got my inputs mixed up. So they probably only caught half of Los's message. Uh, based on my audio mixer feed. Oh, well, well, I heard it all on my side, so. Okay, well, anyway. And then, uh, uh, <laughs> from, my, from my chat, uh, Battlefield soundtrack 100% Battlefield 1, Flight of the Pigeon is a great, great track. From, uh, from Courageous Curry. Oh, oh, shit. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so we got two things going. 
Uh, yeah, I would agree. Like, I, I'd say the Battlefield One soundtrack was actually pretty decent to listen to. Like, I, I even uh, I think the the newest DLC actually has some decent one. I think it's like Apocalypse has uh, some decent tracks. So I can't name it off the top of my head, but I remember listening to like the like you know it's like Amazon Music List or something, and it came up and it's like, oh, this is actually pretty good. No, that's a great. That's a great. Uh, a, a great sound. I, I'm trying to remember. Was it Battlefield Five? I thought I had a pretty good one too. Um, they, ge- I don't know. Those games generally have a really good soundtrack to them, anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, like pretty decent, decent setup and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's pretty solid. Um, let me think here. All right, let me go through. Let's go through the save point. Actually, no, we got one more voicemail. Uh, from Uncle Fred. I'll make sure this one comes through uh, at the beginning instead. Now that I know where I fucked up, I can just do a quick switch. We may not hear Nick during the call, but we'll hear him right after. This right. is from Fred French, and it could be about anything, and that's why we love him. Uh, so I'm going to switch this over, and then we will hear from Fred French. I'm back. What's going on, gentlemen? What's going on? I know I dropped off face the earth there. Uh, you know, I, I apologize, but uh, you know, like I sent on the bad father figures. I don't know if everybody listens to that or not. You should, because it's a great show. But if you don't, I'll just tell you a little, little, little thing here. So, what I did, I, you know, uh, it just, uh, you know, social media got chilled with nothing but hate, negativity, and everything, and it was all over everything. I mean, I understand people get riled up over election, but my goodness. Before these new consoles came out, they were like killing each other. Xbox sucks, PlayStation sucks. Blah, 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 blah. So I just kind of like took a break. I just kind of like jumped off the cliff and left social media behind. I uh, just took a break. So, but but I'm back. I'm back. You know, I cleared my head. I'm I'm feeling better. I'm doing good. You know, I'm not as insane as I used to be. I think I'm a little bit more sane than I used to be insane. So I'm doing good now, and I'm back on social media. I, I'm just choosing to ignore the negativity, you know, because I'm just, you know, I'm like, let's like let's uplift each other and be positive, you know. The world's crazy as it is. We don't need to tear each other down anymore. But anyway, um, I'm back, gentlemen, and hopefully you guys are doing great yourself. So the question of the week, I believe it was uh, uh, video game soundtrack uh, music or something like that, I believe. I, I forget. You know, I read these things, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll remember that. I'll remember that. And, yeah, I don't remember everything I read anywhere. But, uh if that's what it is, I don't bet my money that's what it is because that's what I'm going with. <laughs> uh, I have to let you guys down because I don't have any. You know, my kids, which you know they're they're, they're young adults, but of course they're my kids. They'll always be my kids no matter how old they are. But anyway, they think I'm nuts because they talk about soundtracks and video games and how much they like the music. And I'm like, wait, there was music in there? And they're like, well, you played the game, didn't you? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well, did you have the volume down? I'm like, no. And they're like, you didn't hear that music? And I'm like. Uh, no, not really. And I go back and I like watch something on YouTube or something, get a clip of the game, and I'm like, huh, yeah, there is music playing there. I don't, for whatever reason, it seems like when I play games, I'm so involved in the game or something like that that, uh, I mean, I, I guess I know there's music there, but it just, it, it doesn't like stick out to me. I mean, I, I guess I'm just insane. Huh? Let's how about it? I probably, I mean, really, is anybody else out there like that? I'd be curious to know because, you know, like I said, I'm not going to say there isn't music there, but it just, it just doesn't stand out to me for whatever reason. I guess I don't know, but I play a lot of shooters though too. You know, so I'm like, all that, kill, 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 fire, fire, You know, that's me. So maybe that's why the music doesn't stand that out. That would be why the translation totally messed up. Headshot, on headshot, blew up with a grenade. Yeah, this other stuff. You know, so I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. Maybe I'm just nuts. But anyway, check it in again, guys. We're back on a schedule. Let's keep the calls going, rolling, and the show's mode going. 
hope you guys like. I guess I did say I hope you're doing good. Well, I hope you're doing great. How about that? So, anyway, gentlemen, I'll catch you next time. Sorry, I didn't have a better answer for you, but uh, as always and always and always, arrivederci. Oh my God! How can you not <laughs> love Fred? <laughs> I I don't know. Like, I'm really taken back by this. And Fred, don't take this the wrong way. I fucking adore you. Um, <laughs> I mean. I don't know. Maybe we're just weird. Like I, I like to me, bad music in a game is the first thing that'll take me out of it. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I, it will make me just done. Like, and it makes it really hard for me to enjoy it. I, 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 I mean, a lot of the eight bit games uh, back in the day, some had great, really good chip tunes. Some were just utter shit, and. It just made what if the game was bad. It just made it that much worse. Um, yep, absolutely. Yeah, no, but no, it's I find that really interesting, Fred, and I'm I'm sure you're not the only uh, the only person in that regard. I mean, I'm sure there's other people that don't, you know, get into the soundtracks like say me or Nick do. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. But no, I'm only kidding. <laughs> I'm only kidding. No, it's uh that's really that really is interesting though. Um So let's see. Let's go cuz we did get a lot of great answers. Oh yeah, we got a lot of answers here. On the save point. So let me uh jump over there and we'll read some of these. This was really cool. Um There's Eric dressed as uh animal, I think it was or hawk. That's great. 39 comments. Jesus. Okay. All right, Nick. Divide and conquer. Uh, Adam Wilson All right. posted a gif of two people kissing. Is that to the moon? I don't even know what that is. I I, I don't know what game they're referring to. Like It looks familiar, uh, but I can't call it. Like, uh, an announcement. Is there a Nintendo? It's a Nintendo game. Yeah, it's about all it I know. I'm sorry, guys. Next time, put a title. Uh, <laughs> Put a title to your gift. Sorry, fellas. Uh, the next one was mine. Um, I'll just read it now. I know we normally save those for last. Uh, but I will always say mine's probably a four-way tie because th these four are fantastic soundtracks. I highly recommend any of them. Final Fantasy VI, which we already talked about. I already even talked about having the three-CD soundtrack for it back in the day. Chrono Trigger, immediately up there. Oh, yeah. One of the best of all time. Betrayal at Crondor for PC. Uh, had a phenomenal soundtrack on the CD version. It was actually like 64 tracks long, but some of those were, you know, short ditties that they would play when you were in a certain part of the wilderness, or it would queue up a track, like if you were playing a lute in the tavern or something. Uh, that's just how they did it back then. Like, the the audio tracks on the CD would just supply the music to the game. Um, but a phenomenal soundtrack. And then uh, Pillars of Eternity 2, Deadfire has a phenomenal soundtrack with that being a role-playing the Baldur's Gate-style piratey game. Um, so that's got a great one to it as well. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I said get out of my head because, like, yeah, like my go-to, like, probably best soundtrack would be the Final Fantasy VI slash three. And actually, I think it repeats itself. Uh, Curtis Hoffner called out Final Fantasy three at least in the USA. So, again, kind of echoing that. Yep. Uh, I, I'd say... Uh, I'll, I'll I'll interject because I'll probably have you know I would have uh, realized I don't think I actually put an answer to after that. 
but yeah. I, I as a follow up, I would say the Civilization series uh, by Christopher Ten. Yeah, uh, probably a little biased I, again because I got to go see Signa di Valeri uh, part of the um, to Shiver the Sky album being recorded at Abbey Road Studios. Plug, 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 plug. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was awesome. I'm glad I bought like, that too. I love that soundtrack. Oh, it's so good, so good. But uh, uh Kyle Shirk MM2. Uh, so what is MM2? Kyle, our old uh, co host, Mega Man, uh, Mega Man 2, Mega Man 2, probably. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that's a great one. They had a, it reminds me of uh, Pax, just, just Pax, I think this past Pass East, they had a band that was doing the Mega Man 2. Yeah, that's right. Mega Man series uh, uh, as a whole. It was, it was a great, it was like a kind of a, uh, I don't say death metal, I don't think it was that extreme, but you know, kind of like rock yeah, no, metal. Yeah, no, it was like a, a uh, rock slash metal version of it. It was cool. Yeah, yeah, it was really, really good. Uh, SOR 2. Uh, SOR 2. Hmm. No idea. It's probably something obvious, but I'm missing it. Yeah, it was like mm. <laughs> that's the problem when you start using abbreviations. Sometimes like, what is alphabet soup? Now, obviously, the next one, Final Fantasy VII, agree yeah, again. Great, like great. Really, any any of the Nobe Umatsu soundtracks, like you know, six is way up there. Seven is another great one. Yeah, they're but all really great. like his entire lineup, like really fantastic. They're really great. Uh, Tom said, uh, "Original Gangster, Tiberium Sun." I totally agree. That was ah, uh, yeah, classic soundtrack. kind of like. Uh, uh, oh, what uh, um, was it? Kloss something, right? Oh, yeah, dang it. Kloss. Uh, it's escaping me, too. Shit. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to cheat. Alan Ludwig with uh, East Origin. That's a great one. Near Gestalt. Very good. Mega Man X. Very good. Uh, Buddy John with Final Fantasy 3 or 6. Frank Kalpaki. Frank Kalpaki was... Uh, wow, uh, we were both way off. Shit. Yeah, we were way off. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, his, well, again, I'd say all of the Command and Conquer, because it had this kind of like techno, you know, you know, kind of like that 90s sound to it. It was really, really good. And again, like, I'd say like Red Alert and, and Tiberian Sun were probably like oh, some of the so better good. ones. They were so good. With yeah. Red March and all that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so what else we got? We got John with Final Fantasy 3 slash 6. Good one. Yeah, Warcraft yeah, 3. Yeah. Very good soundtrack. Warcraft 3. Homeworld. Great. The OG Tribes. I don't remember hearing. Um, Roberta. Roberta. The Guild Mum over at uh, the Classic Gamers Guild. We love you, Roberta. Loom. Fantastic. The LucasArts game. You remember that one? Uh, vaguely, like I, I, I'm got to look at this. Uh, apparently, Loom. the LucasArts okay. Scum VM game, Loom. Hmm. Okay. Oh, if you've never played I, that, I, go get that on GOG and play that shit as soon I'm as you can. I'm to check that out. That's a speaking of Lu- LucasArts, though. I remember um, a game called The Dig. It had a really yes, very good soundtrack. Super chill, super chill soundtrack. Or, or you know, well, I don't think it's full orchestral, but it was like as orchestral slash MIDI as you could get. For again, for the nineties, for the time, know, kind of yeah. that, you know, Oh, that was a great yeah, point. game. Wasn't that Alec yeah, Baldwin voice too? Uh, no, yeah, it was voiced. Yeah, uh, uh, and and uh, oh, it had um, oh Patrick. Uh, oh, he played the Terminator One Thousand. Oh, okay. uh, Powell, Robert Patrick. That's who it was. Robert Patrick. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. He was one of the voices. And you know, they, I, I, he was like the the all star in in the cast. But yeah, it was definitely a fully voiced. Um, uh, game. So again, another one. Like I'm sure it's on GOG, but yeah, another another 
point of adventure. Sorry, my camera slipped. <laughs> oh my God, we're ah. what's happening? <laughs> While you're fixing that, very boring. It says not soundtracks, but two pieces that have been stuck in my head for decades with the title music from the original Elite. Uh, yes. Got to dock them ships. Yes, the Elite games. Yeah, and then some music from Bard's Tales series. Yeah. Oh yeah, those are great. Uh, let's see, Kingdom Hearts, very good. Hades. Mm -hmm. Oh man, how could I have? How could I have forgotten even to mention that? That game soundtrack is absolutely killer. That's a really good soundtrack. Um, Donkey Kong Country. That's a great one, Brian. You know, yeah, like because wasn't that uh, it was it was sixty four, right? Yeah. No, uh, yeah. the first one was on Super Nintendo, I think. It was the Super Nintendo? Okay. And I, I kind of remember, like, I think it was something like where it maxed out as much as possible. The audio chip interface. Oh yeah, I don't I think, think that thing could have done with anymore. Donkey Kong. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Jeff chimed in with The Last of Us. That's another wonderful soundtrack. Very, very uh, chilling. Last uh, one, yeah. Yeah, cure. and uh, the Uncharted series. Yes, absolutely. Oh my kind god, of, yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's a fantastic one. Um. Eric, Chrono Trigger, followed by the Mass Effect soundtracks, especially two thousand yep. percent agree. Shadow sure. of the Colossus is one I don't know. I haven't played that game enough either, uh, but I've heard wonderful uh, things. Yeah, it's surprising. I haven't played it, but I remember I picked up the soundtrack and I enjoyed it. I'm going to find it in my library somewhere. <laughs> I know I have it. Yeah, that's great, um, great stuff. Let's see. Crazy Curry also calls out to give a shout out to the World of Warship soundtrack. True, yeah, yeah I'd say like the, the Warship soundtrack is actually pretty decent to to. I say listen on repeat, but you know have it on. Like it's it, it's one of the few games Just that I can you know chill to. Turn on and chill to it. Absolutely. Yeah, I lost my phone at some point during the camera mishap. So uh oh, <laughs> I can't even read my own chat. We, we've got the phone down. I'm not ignoring y'all. I'm just I love you and I'm sorry. <laughs> um. But that will bring us to the end of the comments thread. That was a lot of great stuff. Um, and thank you all for interacting and giving your best um, soundtracks that you love. Uh, if you want to call and leave voicemails for the next episode, like Uncle Fred or the rest of the folks, like our buddy Loves, you can call 610-810-1654 and talk to us about whatever the hell you want. And uh, we'll address it on the show. Or you can come hang out with us as we record live. That's always great, too. Uh, Retro Rents Al on Retro Rents Al on Twitch. Sorry. Other than that, we'll move on to conclusions, final thoughts, or shoutouts. Uh, Nick, what do you got going on? Uh, nothing much going to the end of the year. Again, uh, if you're able to donate to Eight Bit Salute, uh, a great uh, organization that works with uh, veterans and military members, uh, providing you know valuable uh, entertainment and. Uh, supplies, whatnot, to the troops. Uh, def definitely greatly appreciated. Uh, other than that, you know, stay safe, everybody. Stay safe. All right, I will give the big shout-out to the fans. We love you all very much. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out every week, listening to us in the, during your morning drives, if you still have them, or at least during your morning walks to your desks, uh, if you're doing that. Uh, big shout out to our boys at the Bad Fodder Figures who were recording simultaneously. I promise I'm going to start recording on Fridays uh, if we can swing it or at least another day because I just realized we're recording in the same slot as they are. And I love those guys and I know everybody wants to kind of hang out in both so I don't want to do that. Uh, it's just me being lazy and dead by Friday but I'll make <laughs> sure to get some sleep. <laughs> and, um, 
Shout out to the boys and Mary to the game. Shout out to Danny Loose and the Loose Screw and the crew at uh, Tap the Craft. I love you guys. And uh, Danny actually um, recommended a really good book that I'm, I'm getting into now. Or I'm going to be getting into after I finish this next book I'm reading on uh, Prohibition. That was the inspiration for um, Empire of Sin called Last Call. So I just want to thank hmm. you for that, Reco. It's queued up, and I'll, I'll listen to that when I'm done with this one. Um, other than that, where can you find us? You can hang out with us at the save point at tiny.cc slash save point. You can email us at theretrorents at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at theretrorents or me at retrorentsl. Uh, Nick is at Black Eagle Ops. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitch. Uh, you're probably doing that now uh, at Retro Rents Al. <laughs> um, Nick is at Black Eagle Ops. I want to thank Nick's crew for coming to chill and coming to hang with us tonight. Uh, much appreciate that. And uh, everybody that came to hang out tonight and let me know they shit their pants when they arrived in my stream, I appreciate the heads up and just make sure you sweep it up on your way out. <laughs> and um, yeah, other than that, um, I hope everybody has a really great uh, holiday season. I will definitely try to, to finagle a way to get one more episode in before Christmas holidays if we can swing it. I know I'm not going anywhere and I'm off starting uh, the 21st, I think. 20th or 21st. Uh, so we'll try to get one in, I think. Um, yeah, I think we got, we can squeeze in one more for the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, is, I think, are, we, are, we, are we at the year wrap-up point? Is that where we're at, I think? Uh, the next one will Maybe, be, yeah. for sure. But, yeah, the best, best of the year. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's going to be our next episode. We're going to do our best of. We'll do a best of 2020, and um, that'll be a tough one. This has been, especially at that point, Cyberpunk will have been out. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's it. Like, we I, all know I don't the number see one any other big is. ones. Who's going to come close? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who, who's going to... And we might might break into the categories, but I, that's also something for, for our audience. You know, just like, think about yeah. what what is your your top, you know, top 10, top game top of the 10. year. Top 10 for 2020. Uh, 2020, yeah. Like, you know, I'd say try and keep it to what's come out in 2020, but yeah, you know what? Let, hell, let's open yeah, it up and say, out, like, it, has there been a game... on there, but, you know, let 2020 yeah, so be the top priority. Yeah, is there a game that, that's carried you through the craziness that's been 2020? Perfect. So, I'll throw that into the mix as well. All right. <laughs> and on that note, folks, we are going to kill it for episode 68. Thank you all for coming out. Thank you all for hanging out. Um, till next time, have fun, play games, don't be dicks. Peace. See ya.